Welcome to Be Happy, a podcast discussing all things related to hepatitis B by the Hepatitis B Foundation. It's your host, Evangeline, and today we are chatting with Thaddeus Pham of Hep Free Hawaii and Beatrice Sovich of the Hepatitis B Foundation about the All of Us Research Program. Please introduce yourselves. Sure. Hi, um, I'm Thaddeus, he, him, and I'm co-director of Hep Free Hawaii, our community coalition in Hawaii. Hi, I'm Beatrice, she, her, and I'm the Public Health Program Coordinator at the Hepatitis B Foundation in Philadelphia. Great. It's so wonderful to have you both on today to talk about all of us, the research program. Um, Thaddeus, can you start us off and talk about what is all of us? Sure, yeah. All of us is a research program. It's um, actually an, an initiative of the National Institutes of Health. And the whole intention of all of us is in its name, really. It's really trying to make health and medical research and the medical care that comes out of it um, truly inclusive of all the people in the U.S. So for a long time, um, health research has been focused on the average patient, which truly isn't the average person in the U.S. So they would focus on people who are typically cisgender, people who are white, and people who are identifying as male. So what this initiative with all of us is trying to do is to expand that definition of what an average patient is to uh, really reflect the diverse communities across the U.S. in the different states and how that can affect what medical care people receive and the quality of care that they receive. So um, HEPRI Hawaii is really excited to join with you folks at HEPRI Foundation to, um, to make this kind of future happen. So very excited to be here today. Great, thank you for that description. It sounds like it's super important to have, you know, a diverse data set for um, health initiatives. And I've been seeing a lot of social media posts with the phrase precision medicine. Beatrice, if you could explain what precision medicine is. Sure, so precision medicine um, is the primary goal of the All of Us Research Program uh, to improve and increase the practice of it. And this involves kind of tailoring medical care to each person individually based on their specific needs. So much like someone can get a prescription for eyeglasses that are meant just for them and just for their particular eyesight, um, so too the aim of precision medicine is to make sure that um, all of the medical care that a person receives from diagnosis to treatment to follow-up is specifically meant for that person. And additionally, since um, as more and more research is being done um, in the health field, there is a lot of new evidence that's coming to light that suggests that um, a lot of information that we've always believed to be true about different measurements for things like blood pressure or BMI or temperature, um, a lot of times it's been believed that these measurements are standard for all people, but it seems that um, there's actually a lot of variance across um, different communities and different groups of people, as well as different individuals. Um, So um, this variance is something that's important to note and that can um, really help, again, to tailor medicine specifically to individual people. Um, And it's something that modern medicine must account for going forward. And why is this um, precision medicine important for all people Um, highlighting including Asian, Pacific Islanders, and other underserved communities? That's a great question. And, um, you know, I I love Beatrice's analogy with the eyeglass prescription. I think that's the easiest way to think about it. Um, And to take um, a piece of what she said around 
um, heart disease and high blood pressure, you know, research does find that conditions like those are common in Asian and um, Pacific Islander communities, and they don't really know why. Um, but because of that, if you could think about it, the medications that are used to address that, like, um, for example, the heart medication Plavix, um, has been shown to be less effective among this community. So we need better research and we need better representation of our local communities who are Asian and Pacific Islanders to ensure that the medicine is truly effective for them. Um, recently, I, I, the number of people who are participating in all of us, um, when we look at those who are just Asian or Pacific Islanders is less than 5%. So really, we just want to ensure that our communities are represented so that when they make healthcare decisions or make medications or other kind of options for our communities that that they're effective and that they're meaningful for our folks. So um, I think, you know, one of my mentors told me in the past, don't get mad, get data. And I think this is an important opportunity to get that data and to ensure that uh, our people are part of these decisions that are being made. And how can we ensure that um people in these communities can um, be included. Yeah, um, so I love that sentiment, uh, don't get mad, get data. Um, but so also all of us is working with a number of different partners in different communities and across the country um, that can help to do more outreach to different groups that might not generally receive this type of information. Um, and so the Hepatitis B Foundation um, is really proud to partner with Hep Free Hawaii and with a lot of these other partners around the country and this endeavor um, to make sure that um, healthcare is just and equitable across the country and um, that no one is left out of living a long and healthy life because um, the information and data wasn't available and doctors didn't have a full understanding of how to best treat them. Um, and we do want to acknowledge that different communities may already be doing their own health and medical research that is focused on equity. And so the All of Us research program is not in any way intended to supplant these efforts. Um, and it's important to support your community efforts whenever possible. Um, and the All of Us program is working to recruit. Um, the goal is to recruit at least a million people total across the country and ideally to follow them over the course of 10 years. And um, so far we have recruited around 350,000. So there's still a ways to go, um, but this will make the body of medical knowledge much more well-rounded and robust than ever before. That sounds great. And what does participation entail? What does it look like if I wanted to join? That's a great question. So first uh, I'm gonna start off with that participation is completely voluntary and how much you participate in all of us um, really is up to you. So you are in control um, through this process. So if you wanted to join, I think the, the first step would be to go to the website. So that's www.joinallofus.org and that's all one word. Um, so from there, what you would encounter first is uh, just uh, you know a little survey on providing some basic information about yourself, um, and then completing a series of surveys, and again, as much or as little as you would like about your health, uh, your lifestyle, your environment, and other lifestyle factors that influence your overall well-being. So really taking into account that health is um, more than just medical, but also social. Um, if you choose to do so, you can then grant researchers access to your electronic health record that you've created. 
And you can also, again, choose to submit biosamples um, such as saliva, urine, or blood to kind of help contribute to the body of research. Um, then after you've chosen these different levels of participation, you can use different tools on the website to track your health over time, um, which are always in process, right? But um, these could include things like a Fitbit to track movement, um, other instruments that can track nutrition or sleep, water intake, stress, uh, a bunch of different things. But again, I, I just wanna reemphasize that you can submit as much or as little information as you'd like. So really the power is in your hands to be as involved as you would like to be in all of us. That sounds great that people are in control of their own data and what they're submitting from themselves. And so what does privacy look like um, in terms of that? Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you for asking. Um, so privacy and security are top priorities for the All of Us Research Program. Um, so it's really important to remember that all of your health information will be de-identified as soon as you submit it. So um, your name and all of your personal information will be removed from any material that you submit, be it survey responses, um, questionnaires, biosamples, um, and it will be replaced by a number that is specifically um, assigned to your information, but again, will not include any your name or any identifying information. Um, and all of your personal info will be destroyed um, as soon as the number is generated. And all of the researchers who will use your um, the responses you provide and um, any records or samples you submit are held to the highest standards of um, ethics and, and privacy. So um, everyone has to really adhere to these rigorous rules and procedures. Um, and the best part of the program is that um, all of us actually has security specialists whose job it is to try to regularly hack into their system um, and make sure that it is in fact as secure as it possibly can be. Um, so privacy and security are very highly valued and taken very seriously um, in this program. Yeah, it sounds like the data is gonna be pretty safe, super safe actually. Um, so that's a really uh, a good relief for people who are nervous about that. Um, just uh, another question, is the program respectful of cultural and linguistic differences? Yeah, that's that's a great one and an important question. And, you know, first of all, I want to echo what Beatrice said earlier. Um, we know there's lots of different um, cultural programs and research initiatives that focus on the community. So this is not intended to supplant or, you know, take over that, but really just to provide an additional opportunity for folks um, to share their data and be included in health research. Um, so all of us you know, is continuing to learn about the many and varied cultural and linguistic differences that are um, existing across the country. And already we have worked with them to ensure that certain languages are included, that certain communities are included as well, um, not only in their materials, but also just in their um, communication. I'll also note like locally in Hawaii, we um, do the same thing. So we would not bring all of us to a, a community without first consulting with the um, with the folks um, were we to present. So recently, for example, we partnered with our Micronesian Education for Liberal Wellness Project, and they were able to share all of us um, in language in Chukis for their local church group. So really trying to be intentional and responsive to communities um, 
when they give us feedback on it. So um, also acknowledge um, that, you know, we know all of us is still a work in progress and they are always welcoming suggestions for more languages and way to be even more inclusive. So um, we just really urge everyone if they are interested or have questions to reach out and to ask questions and make suggestions. I think that's what makes it more powerful and meaningful for our communities. Where can they reach out to? Who should they contact if they wanna provide a suggestion? So I think um, on the website, uh, if you visit www.joinallofus.org, um, there's a portal where, um, where feedback is welcomed. Um, and also something that we'll discuss a little bit more is that um, if you are, if you do choose to participate and become a part of this program, you are kind of a joint researcher almost. So your, um, your collaboration actually is welcomed with the researchers and your suggestions um, and um, participants really play a significant role in kind of shaping um, the research as it unfolds. Um, so yeah, so a variety of platforms. Um, are available for, for feedback, suggestions, and anything that could help improve the program. That's fantastic. Um, so is someone able to participate, participate, excuse me, if they are undocumented? Would you just, if you'd like to take that one? Yes, they absolutely are. So there are no questions that are asked about citizenship status at all, and everyone is encouraged to participate regardless of documentation. So um, that is not at all a prerequisite of, of joining the study. Um, and then I, there's another question about trust in Western um, medicine compared to traditional medicine. Um, so can you explain more about um, Western medicine in this context? Sure, yeah. Because uh, so at least in our communities in Hawaii that we work with, we know that not everyone um, is familiar or um, as trusting of what we call Western medicine. Um, and I think I can share a story about that. So um, when we're talking with some of our local providers, our Chinese herbalists, our uh, folks who are working in complementary medicine, they told me that Thaddeus, our work is important in that we keep the body healthy, but we need the elements of Western medicine to kind of also um, tackle the issues. So I think it's not one or the other, but really both. And both are important in terms of supporting our community. So that's a message that we try to get across is um, similar to what we've already mentioned around cultural appropriateness, um, is that we're not trying to supplant any um, ways that people take care of their health, but really providing more options for them that are tailored to their community. Right. Like and what is the program doing to reach older populations who are not as comfortable using digital platforms? Yeah, um, so it's a great question. So um, as we'll talk about in a little bit, uh, COVID has put a little bit of a damper on the program. So um, there used to be a lot more kind of in-person outreach, which will hopefully resume again after the pandemic is over. And that definitely um, is helpful in terms of reaching um, older folks and um, people who are um, not as comfortable in digital platforms. Um, and one initiative that we've also sort of um, tried to undertake is working to reach out to youth um, via social media, who in turn can pass uh, messages along to their elders and other people in the community. 
Um, and also one major push is to integrate um, outreach and information about the program to existing elder services at health centers um, and on Zoom calls that are um, that have kind of shifted during the pandemic. So um, kind of coordinating and integrating with existing services and programs. Those sound like great outreach strategies. Um, so say if I join, um, join all of us, um, what if I don't wanna participate in it anymore? Um, that is completely fine. Uh, and I, you know, it's important to remember, and I think it's, uh, I'll gladly repeat again that, you know, the most important thing to remember about all of us is that you are in control. So you can participate as much or as little as you'd like, and you can also just, uh, uh, stop participation at any point. So, um, it's all within your ability and within your power. Um, if you choose to do so, and you create an account, you can just keep, um, just go back to the website um, at joinallofus.org and you can discontinue your, your enrollment or manage your other preferences. So again, um, you can completely control your experience with all of us. I really like that idea about this research program that you can, mm -hmm. you're in control of your own um, health data and what you release. Um, and Beatrice, I know you mentioned before that um, COVID has impacted all of us. Could you explain more about that and how maybe it has affected it? Yeah, definitely. So um, as with everything, COVID has had an effect on all of us. Um, so uh, as I mentioned before, there used to be the ability to do a lot more physical outreach in communities all around the country using a vehicle that's called a journey bus. Um, that would kind of travel to different places and uh, sort of set up shop to get people um, to uh, provide information and outreach and um, also facilitate enrollment. Um, and this was able to uh, kind of circumvent issues with, um, you know, it wasn't so reliant on digital platforms and could reach people of more ages. Um, and this is something that will definitely be resumed once the pandemic is over. Um, so another way that the pandemic has affected the program is that um, the number of biosamples has been a lot more limited. So um, especially samples of blood and urine, which typically have to be uh, collected in person, um, that has decreased quite a bit. Um, but there is uh, still saliva collection going on because that can occur through the mail. Um, and actually one of the surveys um, if you do choose to, to participate or learn more, one of the surveys that participants are asked to complete is about COVID-19 and the effect that it's had on um, your life and lifestyle. So the program is definitely interested in, in learning about that too, as the effects of it have been um, quite deep and varied. So. Yeah, and I assume if you're asking AAPI populations to or targeting that population, it'll be a lot more racially focused as well. Very absolutely. Um, and so if I decide to join all of us, will I be compensated for my participation? So another great question. Um, there is compensation available in small amounts uh, for the biosample collection. Um, but outside of that, there is no uh, compensation financially for participation. Right, completely volunteer in a way besides the biosample mm -hmm. compensation. So that being said, why should I participate? What makes this research program special? Yeah, definitely. Um, so 
um, participating in all of us does offer a really unique opportunity to be a part of um, a pretty novel and groundbreaking research program um, that uh, because of its length and the diversity of people that it's working to recruit can have a significant and positive impact on the health of different communities around the US, including um, AAPI communities and others that have often been underrepresented. Um, and will the, the overarching goal is to really try to close some of the health disparities that currently exist in the country. Um, and this will have be a great opportunity to kind of learn more about your own health um, in depth, particularly about any risk factors that you personally or that your community might have for particular diseases, um, which can help with kind of early detection and early treatment. Um, and it's a chance uh, particularly to make an impact on future generations since the information that is gathered from this program can, um, you know, will work to enhance precision medicine and to make healthcare better for um, your children, grandchildren, and other generations to come. Um, and it will ensure that knowledge and understanding um, is available to make sure that everyone lives long and healthy lives going forward. Um, and then as I kind of touched on earlier, participants in the program will um, kind of have the opportunity to be um, co-facilitators in the research. So we'll have an opportunity to um, you know, to, to uh, provide suggestions and feedback and kind of work with the researchers. So it's, it's definitely a collaborative opportunity. Um, and again, it's, um, you know, this, there's a full understanding that there's other research um, and that's existing in different communities across the country going on. So, um, so this is, is just uh, an opportunity alongside those, um, not meant to, to replace them at all, so. That sounds very compelling. Um, how can I participate? Sure. So um, to participate and to learn more about all of us, just go to www.joinallofus.org. Um, and we just really appreciate everyone who signs up for taking that first step to create a healthier world for ourselves and for our community, um, and both now and in the future. So we hope that you check it out. Great, thank you both for being on here. I super appreciate it. This was very informative to me and I'm sure everyone listening. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your days. Yeah, thank awesome. you so much. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks everyone for tuning in. I just wanted to let you know that um, if you're interested in joining all of us, they're hosting a Facebook Live event on Thursday, May 27th at 3 p.m. Eastern time.